Now, Everyone Has a Different Ennis Diamond is the latest book from Grace Wells, who's a resident of the northwest town. It's a book with a difference, though, as it is a book-length poem. And I'm delighted to say that the lady behind the book herself, uh, Grace Wells, joins us in studio now. Grace, how are you? Oh, I'm good, Alan. Thanks so much. It's really lovely to be here. Oh, thanks for, for, for dropping in again. So uh, we both have a copy of your book and I must say it's beautifully put together and uh, not to sound like a book geek, but I do love that new book smell, <laughs> uh, which this book very much has. Um, tell us a bit about why you put this together. It's a book length poem, about 60 or so pages. Yeah, well, people, some people will remember, certainly Ennis Diamond, I hope, remembers that back in 2021, Poetry Island and Clare County Council were involved in a project called Poetry Town. And Ennis Diamond was selected as the Poetry Town for Clare, and I was chosen as the Poet Laureate. So part of that task was I was invited to write a 40-line poem about the town. But I already had a 40-line poem about Ennis Diamond, and I was looking at the town, and the town was looking at me, and I kind of knew I wasn't going to be able to write another 40-line poem. I, I'd been living in the town a few years by that point, and it was just too big. You know, there was just too much to say. Yeah. I knew too much, and I also didn't know enough, on the other hand. So I kind of, I submitted to the project the poem I'd already written, which was great. They were happy with that, and I set about to write a much longer piece. I took off the line limit and just allowed myself all the time in the world, all the space in the world to explore what I wanted to write about Ennis Diamond in a poem. And I suppose I'm an environmental writer, really. I'm an eco-poet. I'm always concerned about the present and the future. But Ennis Diamond is so full of the past. So the book became about the past, the present, the future, and it's a kind of a weave. I'm addressing the town itself, or or maybe like a higher being of the town, an overarching archetype of what the town is. And I'm just, I, I kind of found, I went researching and I got the whole pretty much the whole story, as much as is known. And at a certain point, I had to stop and pull back. But everything, Ennis Diamond's story is here. And then it's woven with its present because it's such an amazing, lively, fantastic town to live in. And also then my concerns for Ireland, its biodiversity, the climate crisis, what the challenges that are going to come. It's, I mean, I'm just curious as to how you went about this. I can remember, you know, um, in secondary school learning uh, John Milton's Paradise Lost and at the time thinking, my God, that is an epic poem. <laughs> but it pales in comparison to everyone has a different Dennis Diamond, certainly in in terms of its its magnitude and its length. How difficult was it to keep, uh, you know, A, put together a poem that's this long, but uh, while also keeping it coherent? Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I suppose in one way the poem is made of fragments. It's like there's a fragment from 1798, for example, then there's another fragment as we go into the early 1800s, or then there's a fragment while I'm bringing into the present and what Ennis Diamond looks like now. Because I think in a way it's a little bit like memories, the town's memories, and we do have fragmented memories. Uh, They come in little sections. So the poem its cohesion is made up of lots of little elements really it's not I never saw it as this is where it begins and this is what it goes through and this is where it ends it's more like and then there was this little bit and then there's also this to consider and then it's like looking at all the different sides of a thing through all the different fragments so that um, and and it's an interesting thing I think because I, I am a poet I wanted it to be a poem but there are times when the history it's too, it's too big, it's too heavy, it's too something, it's too much history to actually be poetry. So the, the kind of the lyric, the sense of this as a poem fades more into a lyrical kind of prose really because the things that I'm writing about 
just are not lyrical, I suppose. You know, they're weighty. You touched on a little while ago, I guess, what what it is that attracts you about Anastime and why you have made it your home. Is that part of what you hope people take away from reading Everyone Has a Different Anastime and that it is a town with such a rich history and tradition and you know, creativity and even, you know, we have been out to visit Home Tree in the, in the recent past and there's the, the approach to biodiversity and environment out there as well. There's just so much going on. Do you, do you feel that people will get all of that from, from reading the, the poem? I would really hope so. You know, that would be wonderful if somebody came up to me and said that they did get all of that from reading the poem. I think in a lot of ways I'm a very political animal and there's an awful lot of politics, my politics in this around the environmental crisis or around, um, you know, we're in a position where we have all these social and environmental tipping points. And that's neo-colonizations or that's environmental degradation. There's a lot of things that are going on. And rather than trying to give a lecture about that, I'm trying to sneak it in by reminding people of culture and, you know, what Ireland has been through, um, how it endured all of that. We're going to endure a lot of challenges and changes ahead. And some of those will come from corporations, some of them will come from outside interests. You know, there's this current issue around the forestry and uh, foreign investment and yeah. those kind of things. So there's a lot um, going on. And my intention, I suppose, with poetry is that you kind of sink down into the deeper elements of people and you kind of talk to them. I'm talking from my depths to their depths. And when you awaken those places where we are all one, where we are all the same, however different we are. And from that place, we get to be more powerful because stories have huge power. And I couldn't even explain what that what that is or why that is. But I just know that they do. And when we remember our stories or when we know our stories, then we're all kind of linked somehow yeah. through that. It's a sort of mythic linkage that we have. And then I think we can fight more easily for the river or we can fight more easily for a field that's going to become a supermarket or yeah. something. It's like when we know uh, everything that has happened in that place, we're really more empowered to protect it. OK, well, the book is called Everyone Has a Different Ennestime and the author is Grace Wells, I'm sure, available at all good bookshops. Yeah, certainly all available in all good bookshops and also through Doolin Hotel because Doolin Arts in Doolin have um, published this book okay. and um, so they, they're also a place to go. Brilliant stuff. Well, I hope it's a big success for you, Grace, and thank you very much for joining us on the programme this morning. Thank you. That's uh, Grace Wells there.